The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Take on South Africa, the world champions at the Aviva Stadium on Saturday. It should be a cracker of a game. But what about the atmosphere at the Aviva Stadium? Jerry Tornley, rugby correspondent with the Irish Times, is on the line. Jerry, you and I spoke a number of months ago after the Six Nations series where there was criticism that the Aviva Stadium atmosphere was not like the old Lansdowne Road or like other stadiums during key matches. And one of the reasons for it was because quite a lot of people were getting up during the action and going to the bar. What's going to change? Well... Interesting, Ian, since we spoke, the IRVU took cognizance of those articles and the response to it and vowed to take some measures in time for these upcoming November tests. So um, on foot of that, I met Porwick Power, Chief Commercial Officer of the IRFU, uh, a couple of days ago for coffee, and he told me the measures they're going to take, and they're basically threefold. Number one, they are going to politely remind all um, spectators going to the game by email, through social media, and during the match to please respect others and allow them to enjoy the game but not constantly going to and fro- from the, the bars. Um, they're also going to become uh, ominously, um, the MC is going to, there's going to be greater interaction with the fans during the game in terms of a bit of a musical feed and some, I don't know, roars or comments or shouts or whatever, uh, as they do in the Southern Hemisphere um, at their, their three grounds. And then they're also going to, um, they've hired a company um, to do a research, probably with a sample size of about a thousand professional company, to find out exactly what the experience is like for fans at the games, because their own feedback is very contradictory. A lot of people complaining about the constant up and downs and not enjoying the experience in the flat atmosphere. Others saying they insist they want to have a pint at the game or they won't go. Can they not just tell people, well, the bars are closed during the game, so just sit in your seat? Yeah, that's what Crow Park do. In, I've been lucky enough to go to a lot of All-Ireland Finals, well, a few anyway, and big games in Croker, and uh, they um, close the bars during the first and second halves and open them at halftime. But they're, it's a very well-run operation. Um, there's plenty of space for people to come in and have drinks beforehand in the ground um, at halftime as well. They will line up pints, hundreds of pints, ready to go at halftime, and you're not allowed to bring them back into the stadium. So you're not being constantly told, asked to stand up and down for people coming back and forth with pints. It, it's not possible, I don't think, to do this in the Aviva because there is a 20-year agreement in place with a catering company called Compass. So um, there's no, and besides, there's loads of loot in, in, in pints and lots of lads like pints. So they, that, let's be honest, that's not going to happen, Ian. But what they could do, of course, is they could simply say no pints to be brought back into the stadium. Like if you want to go out to the concourse during the game to have a pint, away you go, watch the game on TV. And then people actually want to stay in their seats and watch the match can do so. Is it more to do with the fact that people here are a bit more reserved? I know you will always say, look, in the glory days of Lansdowne Road, the crowd were cheering. Is it that people just don't do that here in Ireland? It's not uh, it's not South Africa. It's not Wales where they're, they're singing hymns in the middle of the game. Wales is struggling with this issue as well, actually. Um, and if you look at it, um, a lot of football... I apologise to Welsh rugby fans if they're listening for that. Their songs well, no, are I'm, fantastic. My colleague Simon Thomas has written about this. In, in the Western Mail or Wales well Online, there's there's much better atmosphere at the Welsh football matches. You see, in a lot of football matches, they're not you're not allowed to have drink at the grounds. It's partly to do with advertising and so forth and, and restrictions like that. But uh, it's an issue for grounds. But there's lots more that the RFU could do to make it better. Like only a year ago, the All Blacks turned up and it was a cracking atmosphere when Ireland beat the All Blacks. So it's well, it's I, and I actually think the atmosphere will probably be quite good this Saturday because it's the World Champions coming to town. It's a 5.30 kickoff and Ireland have just beaten the All Blacks in New Zealand. And and it might not even be too bad in the Six Nations given France or England to come to town and there was an issue in the fact that Italy, Wales and Scotland were all fairly formulaic Irish wins. But 
there's just so much more they could do to enhance the pre-match experience, to encourage player, people to come into the ground earlier. Instead, people arrive late because they're, they know they're going to get a, a much easier time getting the pints in the Sandy Mount Hotel or Lansdowne Clubhouse or other bars around, around near the Aviva than they will inside the ground, which is the, the, the service is not seen as nearly as good. What's this atmosphere change going to be like in the grounds? I mean, obviously during stops and play in games in Southern Hemisphere, they have music blaring every time the ball goes out of play. Is that going to happen? I fear it might. <laughs> I fear That's it might. not going to improve that, the atmosphere. No, it's not going to improve the atmosphere at all. Like The reason they do that at the three All Blacks tests when Ireland played them there was because otherwise the atmosphere was like a library. They just The All Blacks fans don't chant. They don't sing at all. They're the odd All Blacks, All Blacks, All Blacks chant and they cheer when there's a score. At one point I had my head in my computer writing a, a, a score in or something like that and there was this big, loud, high-pitched roar, excited roar and I looked up and thought, gee, the All Blacks scored. It was a streaker. It got the loudest reaction <laughs> from the crowd the whole, the whole match. They're quite reserved in New Zealand and always have been. I think, yeah, you might be you might be onto something there, but I think there's also the profile of the spectator maybe at the Aviva matches is changing over the years. I don't know if there's as many fans coming from Munster, Connacht and Ulster. Um, I think the clubs have to sell off a lot of their tickets just to keep the wolves from the door, particularly in these post-COVID financially hard times, the increased electricity bills. I was with two clubs um, a couple of Saturdays ago in Galway, Corinthians and Galwegians, and they reckon it's three, 350000 just to run a club over the course of a year, which is not an easy thing to do for clubs. You know, there's 50 senior clubs around Ireland. It's part so. of the problem on that in which people who are genuine fans, as you said, they can't get the tickets because the IRFU perhaps have too many hospitality packages, too many premium seats going to corporates, and that casual fans or people who may not even like rugby are going along, having a few drinks because there's a stop and play, and they're the ones that are ruining the atmosphere. All the anecdotal evidence suggests you're onto something, but I don't think it's through the IRFU selling off too many corporate tickets. I think because, like I said, the clubs maybe are selling off their tickets more, it's getting into the hands of day trippers and less genuine rugby fans are going. I don't know. That would seem to be the anecdotal evidence. Um, and like, if you if you think about it, like at the at the Aviva Stadium, and I think it was April May, there was an All Ireland final I went to between Clontarf and. Uh, Terran Euro, and I swear to God, there was a better atmosphere generated by five and a half thousand at that game than there were at fifty thousand for any of the Six Nations matches. But I know Irish fans can do it, and because they did it for the All Blacks game, I think All Blacks are great when they come to town because just because the hacker, everybody's going to be in their seats fifteen minutes before kickoff, which isn't normally the case. So I think that it helps the atmosphere. I think Saturday will be good because the World Champions in town. I don't want to be a killjoy about this. I just want everybody to have fun, and I want also. Aviva to be a brilliant experience, like a brilliant atmosphere to build a place into a fortress. Because right now, Ireland have the number one ranked side in the world and are probably playing the best brand of rugby any Irish side has ever played. Do we need to get rid of Ireland's call? Oh, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> uh, Do we need, because you can look, people sing the Fields of Atten Rye. Do people yep. sing Ireland's call? No. Um, not 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 greatly, but I don't know if that's the answer. I think personally, if you look at, there's lots more they can do to engage the crowd, not be interactive with them, but actually just engage them, turn down the music, reduce it completely long before kickoff, let the fans roar the Irish team in to the dressing room after warm-up as they do in Tolman Park, play, yes, play rugby-relevant songs like the Fields, have better pre-match entertainment like they do in Paris and other grounds. Um, there's so many ways they could improve the experience and engage. One thing, for example, in Stade de France, the announcer will, uh, read out the first names only of the French 23 players and that encourages 80,000 French people to roar the surnames if something like that was done in the Aviva that would at least engage the crowd before kickoff. as it is they're just standing there listening to loud music and then you're, they're given a countdown 10, 9, 3, 2 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 to kick off that's really not going to do it is it? 
No, no. I think they need to have perhaps a big longer look at this. But are there any other changes coming up? Will they adapt this over the course of the of the autumn series? Um, they're going to wait until the results of this survey. And one thing Porrick Power mentioned would be a drink-free zone in the stadium. I don't know if that's the answer either. I think they've tried that in Cardiff. I don't think it's been a great success. Um, I just, but that they they did say they will take cognizance of what happens over the next three matches and then look to maybe bring in other changes for the Six Nations. Jerry Tornley, rugby correspondent for the Irish Times. Thank you very much for joining us on that. Let us know your views. What should happen to change the atmosphere? Should it try and ban alcohol, get out of that contract? Maybe not let people back into the stadium with pints after they've gotten up? Let us know your views. 87 102 And in tomorrow's Last Word on Sport, Matt will have a full preview with all the gang on that autumn rugby series. It is going to be a cracker of the game. Ireland facing the world champions. World number one side versus the world world champions going to be a great game the last word with matt cooper weekdays from 4 30 today FM.